Okay guys, we're back at it again. We're coming along quite a bit on this uh, quill that we've got here. Um, that's probably, uh, I don't know, 120, 130 yards on there already. We want to put the rest of what we spun in singles on here and finish this up. It's uh, pulling really nice because the singles are now at such a small circumference that there's greater drag on them from uh, the Lazy Kate. And so that allows my lines to stay pretty straight. And that allows me to uh, draw more yarn with fewer rat tails as we go. So that allows me to do the plying process a lot quicker and I appreciate that of course as we load the cop we want to load it closer to the spindle uh, I mean the pulley and uh, it's working pretty well so far but now that it's getting thicker, we want to load it up back here more than out here. So that's something we got to keep in mind. We got a rat tail there. Popped out. We're good to go. As far as plying goes, this is definitely a nice setup for doing that because it's really kind of chill and you have great control over it when you're actually manipulating the drive wheel manually. Um, so I just like this setup for being able to sit back and add your twist and go along without having to deal with the flyer, having to treadle at a rhythmic pace or any of that deal. And especially if you got tunes, more power to you. I sure like my plying wheels. I like this great wheel with the plying spindle on it. I also have a dodec with the plying spindle on it, and I love them both. They are keepers for sure. All right, now here is the deal. We're getting to the end of our smallest uh, quill. And we still got a, quite a bit left on the other quill, which isn't great because I don't love doing really big Indian um, bracelets, but that's what it looks like we're going to be up to this time. Probably won't be too bad, but uh, once we get that bracelet on our wrist, we're kind of locked into getting the rest of this spun on. So we'll get off the end of this first quill and then start wrapping our hands for the uh, bracelet to finish that second quill.
I'm sure that this uh, wheel would work great as a skein winder too. Because um, you could add a lot of, like, especially if I went ahead and put a smaller um, spindle pulley in there, like you can get a lot of rotation on that spindle fast because this wheel is so much larger. It's like uh, 19 and a quarter inches. Oh, man. We messed that up. So that little spindle hit a rough patch and it broke that single. So we're going to have to just add a little twist here. Then we're going to have to pull that single up. Blend it in, which is easy enough. We're just gonna overlay these two ends. We're gonna add our Z twist just artificially here with our fingertips. We're gonna lay it in with the other ply, and we're gonna add our S twist that locks it in place. We're going to back up off of it, allowing the twist to travel and lock it all in. Then we're going to wind that bit on. And we are set. Everything is good to go there. And we're still almost to the end of that quill. This wheel's behaving really nice today. I'm enjoying it. Sometimes with warm weather, a drive wheel can act a little funny, or cold weather, or if the kids have just been messing with the wheel while you haven't been watching, tightening things down, loosening things up. <laughs> it's, there's always something that can help you a little more than you would like with your uh, tools and... This does not seem to be suffering any of those today. It's uh, coming along real nice. Alright, so we are at the end of this first quill. So what we're going to do, we're going to first of all add some counter twist to this really quick so that that's locked in. Then we're going to start our Andean bracelet. And we will be able to do that. Pretty easy right here. Just start bringing a loop up around that middle finger. But there is a lot of it. So strap in. I'm hoping that I don't hit my mic too much because... arm around a lot. So I don't know if we've talked much about methods. There are several different methods for an Andean bracelet, but mine is to go around this middle finger on both sides. Um, and I used to wrap, go around, wrap, blah, blah, blah. And then I figured out one day that all it is is bringing a bend, that's what they call, like where, the, you know, like 
the yarn bends over. Just bringing a bend around that finger, bringing a bend around it on this side, bringing a bend around it on this side, bringing a bend around it on this side, and then you can even follow the yarn, like at your wrist and up by your knuckles. And um, it's pretty straightforward, and that's why I like it, is because I can visually keep track of what's happening, and then it also becomes very easy to handle once it's on your wrist and you're plying from it too. So that's the best of both worlds. We might run a little long. If the uh, video cuts out, we'll just consider that the end. But uh, I don't know how much space I had free on that phone, so we'll just see if we got enough to get it done. I like the idea of an the embracelet. I just, by the time I start winding it on until the time I have drafted it all off, or not drafted it, but you know what I mean, um, I've plied it all off. Like, you're just stuck here. And that's why um, it always makes me a little nervous that I'm going to have something I have to get done before I finish because that's the one thing that's really nice about these spindle wheels is you can walk away from them at a drop of a hat. You don't have to store anything. You don't have to uh, look after anything. When you come back, they're already ready to go again. You don't have to refeed anything through an orifice or any of that stuff. Find uh, whichever yarn hook you were winding on last or any of that deal. And uh, that I like. Oh, I think we're going to call it there. I split the yarn, and it uh, still had some on the quill. But it's going to be tricky for me to blend that on a single that I then am turning around and plying. So I'm going to go ahead and pull this off. I am going to do the same thing here that I did with uh, the uh, single that we already spliced together. So right here, we're going to add this twist artificially with our fingers. And then we're going to lay it alongside the other single. Going to add that twist back off the two so that we can let that twist travel. And now it's locked in. Once we wind it on the uh, quill, we really don't have to worry about it because then it's locked in and it's stored and now we are off and running with our MDM bracelet so we have 
both plies finishing out to the center of what's left. I often feel like Peter Parker as I'm backing off of this. Because it's coming off the wrist and it's You've got the line. keeping tension on both lines and it's uh, coming off really even. Now you might notice that my quill, because it's loose enough, slips a little bit as the cop gets bigger. Um, one of the ways that you can combat that is get more wraps around that tip. So if I bring it in like this, where I'm getting like three wraps here, the pull doesn't actually get to this. The pull is only going through like that first rotation or whatnot. So like it won't actually pull on the quill and slide it off. So the trick, like I said, are more wraps here. Because if I'm pulling out here at the side where it's not really wrapping, I can kind of cause some slippage on that quill. So this is coming pretty nice. I think I might show you a trick with getting the last of that single on here after I'm done with this bracelet. I'm gonna bring that back over just a minute. All right, so we're getting further down here. The nice thing about these bracelets are even if they're big, because you're taken from both sides at once, uh, they come down really quick, like you go through the volume of yarn on your wrist uh, in twice the time because you're pulling from both sides.
Alright, so here we're at the end of it. I just pulled this all the way out. And that's it. That's the exact center of the single that was left on that one quill. Now here's my trick. Remember how we still have this single that broke off and that I couldn't join on at the time. What I can do is I can slip that single through this end I can double it back on itself for maybe, oh, double it back on itself for six inches, eight inches. I can add some counter twist, and then I can treat the tip of it like it was the end of that first uh, quill. Now, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but here, you'll see what, what I got now. So now I've got the tip ready to do an Andean bracelet with the rest of this and then join with my other end and that's what I'm going to do. So I don't know if I'll be able to find that again now that I let it go. So there it is. But anyways, um, alright, so I want to get this, the rest of this quill around my hand like an Andean bracelet and hope I don't break it again. If we break it this time, I really will let that be the end of this yarn. I'm getting some bugs on me now. should really, yeah, have that out there so that I'm able to roll off that lazy Kate without having to work around my knee. out of this so that's nice that I decided to go ahead and splice it on I'm sure whoever works with this yarn is going to appreciate it it wouldn't have mattered though if that last piece would have stayed on the quill because what I would have done was I would have slipped it on a wheel and then I would have used it as a leader so even though it was like 60 yards maybe, maybe less, maybe like 50 yards, even though it was like 50 yards already on a quill, I would have um, just spun onto it, and it just would have been the first 60 yards of my next, oh, look at that, that is great, we'll be able to fix that, <laughs> but I gotta keep going to get the rest of this done.
hope we're still rolling. We will see before long, I think. a lot of Indian bracelet there. Oh! We broke it again. Alright, so that's there. What we're going to do is we're going to blend this back to here and we're going to have to do that. By drafting it alongside here and adding a Z twist to it. Alright. Now we're going to take this other part, add our artificial Z twist, lay it up alongside single, add our S-twist, and if we have done this right, which it does not feel like we have, it's really trying to come apart. actually stabilized it. It would appear so. Let's cross our fingers and hope for the best. Alright. Oh, no. It keeps wanting to untwist because of this unholy deal we made. With the twist and counter twist and all of that business. So I don't know how likely it is that we're going to pull it out. We're going to give it our all.
You always got to remember that when you're adding your S-twist, you're undoing your Z-twist. So you got to be careful with how that's destabilizing the yarn. Normally it's not destabilizing the yarn, it's stabilizing both twists. But um, because of the uh, twist that we had to work in, we kind of had subtracted our stabilizing twist in the process and it wasn't until we got a ways out from that spot that we were really safe to uh, add as much S-twist as we wanted. So now we're good to go. Well, but I don't want to jinx it, but we're doing good and uh, we can add this S-twist and get it done. And again, this is a big Indian bracelet, but it's going to come off quick because we're taking off of both ends of it. So I am excited about my prospects. Getting a lot of lens flare, I'm sure, for you guys. Uh, sorry about that, but this is the best time of day for me to get out here and get this done. So sometimes we gotta deal with the bad angle on the sun. I'm pretty pleased with the shape of that cup. Um, like I said, you want it fatter towards the uh, spindle pulley and thinner out towards the tip of the spindle. And uh, I think we're doing that pretty well. Since we're getting so much weight on that spindle, and that spindle's so long, we are starting to be able to feel it a little bit in the flippity-floppity nature of that oblong spindle that's uh, only a quarter-inch dowel rod, but I think it's still performing really good. I am almost glad that we got to uh, 
do the uh, Andean bracelet in two parts because that would have been a monster bracelet if we had it done the whole thing as one run. And I'm glad I got to show you the technique where uh, we put a new line into an existing bend to ply back on itself. Because now essentially this entire 200 yards, even though it might have been made up of uh, different singles and breaks in part, it's one continuous piece that's unending. And uh, that's nice. No knots uh, or spit joins. It's all just one continuous piece of yarn. Getting to the end here. And so this will be all of the yarn that came out of the Missouri spin-in between my dodec and my great wheel. All in a single skein, which is nice. I like that I did one single on a treadle wheel and one single on a great wheel and now they're together in one yarn that's pretty neat and uh, we got within striking distance of the end of this uh, quill like we only had like another what like maybe 10 yards or something like that but it'll work as a good leader for the next game but it did turn out pretty nice and I'm glad we were able to get it all on the quill so now we'll just uh, pull this quill and this one will slide right on in there and we'll be able to either wind off on the nitty knotty for yardage or we'll be able to just go wind straight into a cake from our ball winder but either way that's it for this week